Hello. Welcome to this edition of my bench. Just, just being spectating. Hospital. Wednesday night. Meat is tea. Shovels a load of scram in his cup. I can't swallow. I get some sort of blockage. Been in Aussie ever since. So I've just done the uh, 1.5 mile walk. Two respect savers. To get his gigs. And to get the impression that I'm in nature. <laughs> I'm walking back on the bike path. Which is a bike path that is well trodden by me. Out of fit. I did a 30 mile bike ride the other day, but fucking hell, flat as a train and here we come. So uh, this this route on the old bike path is a route less ridden because this is through some of the poorer uh, parts of Liverpool. So this is where, for example, I ran over a half a broken milk bottle which shredded me back tire, um, severed the cables, my brake, back brake, and the gear cable. And thankfully, it didn't sever my artery. And on the day, I was doing a 20 mile bike ride into work because I had fuck all else to do. And I ended up having to ride to the bike shop. Uh, and the rest is history. I wonder how many times I'll say that. Just inhale the fly. Um, absolute glorious weather, isn't it? Hi, mate. Come on, please, boy. Um, Let me go. Dog, You all right, mate? You okay? Hello, mate. There you go. You give up. See you later. Um, got a new friend there. A new doggy friend. It was something you don't see very often. It was a, a bulldog, now a boxer. Get confused, one of the big ones. And not, not the little snouty ones. They had a tail. Remember when you always used to dock them? So that's a good sign because nothing fucking more cruel than getting somebody's body cut off from vanity. Imagine if we had to cut off everyone's fucking bollocks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what this podcast is anymore. I don't want to go too into personal life. Um, I know Mr. Brill does a, a, a very personal... Well, no, I don't think it is very personal. I think there's some shit going down in his life that we just don't get to hear about. And I don't want to hear about it, by the way, Mr. Brill. Um, we all have our online personas, if you will. And I too don't want to go too deep. Um, so maybe, maybe I'll just, I mean, I, I hope you're picking up all the bird song. Some of my biggest episodes of this, of this podcast is when I just leave the phone outside recording. 
there was one, um, I think I've referenced this recently, on the day I went for my first vaccine, where I just left the phone recording for 20 minutes or whatever, COVID, lockdown, first vaccine, all that shit. And um, that had hundreds, hundreds of listens. I like the I like the episodes where they just record a mass and put that out. Something, whether you're religious or not, there's something spiritual about listening to a mass. And basically, I mean, countries go to war over religion, and they do it for God and God and country and all this fucking shit. Take God out of the equation. You're just doing it for your own fucking selfish needs. But basically, every mass. The priest talks about being a better human being, basically. So, even them episodes, I like listening back to them as well. Weird. Uh, we had some boss masses. We went to a boss one at Easter in Devon years and years ago. And then um, two owl priests fucking seen I was fucking definitely. But anyway, I digress. Um, where are we with the After Dark Podcast Network? Um, Nick is sort of back. So he's carried on with, obviously he's carried on podcasting, which I think we'll say we're all happy for him. I certainly still listen to his podcasts. Whether I watch walking movies, I don't know. I've tried to. It's just a fucking cockney gain and in a cravat, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, get a shady scruffy twat. Um, but he's carrying on that Disneyland Paris podcast, which is one of my favourite podcasts. I know I was on it for a, a couple of episodes, maybe. Um, never my show. Them two, Nick and P Dabs. What they don't know about them, them parks is not worth knowing. Whereas I'm just a fucking bell end who doesn't hardly know nothing about them. All I know is I fucking love Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I mean, in some respects, this upcoming Florida holiday. Wish I was going to Paris instead. I'm going round Europe after it. Um, but I am guys. Um, that's just where I'm at in my head. I don't know what fucking Florida 2019. And it's just become more of a fucking swamp. Who they say they want to get? These Americans want to get to clean the swamp. Fucking hell, mate. You're making it worse. Fucking hell. America was getting there. I mean, it's, it's a heavily racist country. Yeah. And it'll be another 200 years before it's not. But, um, fuck me. And you can't say it isn't a racist country when... All the remedial jobs are all done by black people. End of. No, no fucking. It's because they haven't been given the same advantages as the white people. It's because they've had to work 20, 30, 40, 50% harder. Because they live in poverty. Because they live on main roads. Because they live in, in squalor, in rundown accommodation. Because that's all they can afford. It's not just one thing, it's everything. Uh, covered in flies. Um, so, get the guns out of America. What do we need guns for? We're going backwards in America. Ban, right. One big thing out of health. Just ban religion. 
out of politics. Stop hiding behind the fucking God that you don't even believe in. Tell me Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, give a flying fuck about God. Fuck off. Talking absolute shit. Anyway. All right, there. Uh, the podcast world. Yeah. So, if you're a Patreon for the $2 a month, and a big shout out to all our new Patreons, let's see if I can say, do something on here. Yeah. I'm getting the Patreon app up now. But that's how I roll, bitches. I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, new Patreons. So, in the last three weeks, Mark Buckley, Anthony Davis, Craig Willicks, Alex Treen, Smallbean, which is my favourite name in the world, uh, although this one's not far behind, Dave Titterton, and what his, his ancestors did, Chris Ingram, Stuart Young, imagine if he was like 70, and uh, Alex Orford, Orford, do you want a Vauxhall or a Ford? Anyway, thanks boys, I presume you're all boys, um, all these Patreons, two, four, six, eight, nine, you could be the tenth one, if you want, um, but yeah, so, Patreons, we're giving yous, um early admission to the the cheap seats granted at the back of the auditorium for uh, Diz After Dark and Universal After Dark. Uh, P-Dabs has taken over, uh, it's like Blue Peter, <laughs> just watch Blue Peter, it's like hosted by toddlers, and that's how old we are now. Uh, P-Dabs is hosting Diz After Dark, I'm hosting Universal After Dark, Nick is there on That Disneyland Paris podcast, so... We're all still there. Life is good. I'm walking through, I'm walking under me or that avenue, actually, um, where they used to live. These are my people. Curry tonight, just over that behind that wall there. The best fucking takeaway curry in the world. And yes, Nick, it only does curry. It's not like K Towns that does fish and chips, pie and chips, pie and gravy, sausage dinner and a plethora of Chinese food. Um, granted, I suspect Jumbo's chippy is better than Cape Tams, but we are loyal to the mighty Tams. So, there you go. So yeah, you get that. Uh, and then two at Anson Parks a month. The latest ones have been redoing Spider-Man at Universal. And Stitch's Great Escape at Magic Kingdom. And I think I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be fair. I'm going to say I'm the winner of both of them. Because both my ideas are boss. Um, the socials, right. So the socials for each podcast. Um, each podcast has got a page. And... We are trying to be more interactive. So what we've just had the wonderful Steve Wilson, long-term um, Patreon uh, and friend has 
just been on an extravagant, no, not a, yeah, it is extravagant, uh, a beautiful holiday where he's gone on a Disney boat, can't remember which one, um, and he's gone and stayed in the Polynesian, and then he's gone and stayed in Wilderness Lodge, and he shared, fuck me, with a stick, hundreds of photos with us, and they went out onto our socials, and the interaction and the engagement we got from them, it's like interaction with this page has gone up 10,000%. Um, at Disneyland Paris podcast, um, we've got Patreon out there now, uh, who's been sharing photos with me, um, which is Alex Treen and his beautiful family. They're currently out there. Photos of boss mate. I, I like, like all Patreons, if you're going to the parks, take some photos for us. Menus, what you're at, photographs of food, all that type of stuff, and we'll share it. And we'll shout you out on the pods. But if it just brings us into, it gives us conversation, it gives us a narrative that we can talk about and all that type of stuff. So it, it fills my heart with absolute joy that Alex is over there now in Disneyland Paris because it, it, it genuinely is my favourite Disney area now. Um, I get the feeling I might get my head kicked in in Walt Disney World this year because America's gone mental. Oh, we shall see. Um, and then Darren is going out a couple of days, I want to say. And I know I'll get some fantastic photographs of Darren because he takes thousands. And I think it's his tenth time. Disneyland Paris, and he's only got into it recently, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yeah, well, I think you know, and then, right, I've also got more Orlando, which is the Orlando podcast. I feel like, um, uh, I feel like in Phil Gard, all he talks about is his own podcast, it's on all the podcasts that he's on. Love you, Phil. Um, the Morlando podcast, the first and 15th of every month. The first one is me and Luke doing something. The second one is a trip report. The first, last and next time I'm going. And that's where guests come on. We've already got June's recorded. Simon Isbell. And we've got um, Luke's mate on Joe. Basically sounds like Luke's lover, but I'm not sure. Um, they're in the bag this week recording the August edition which is going to be our Steve Wilson uh, talking about the non-Disney stuff that he did on this current trip he's just got back off um, so that'll be brilliant and again it's all about building up uh, trying to build up a back catalogue trying to build up a regular release schedule so that's the biggest thing that lets podcasts down. We'll see you next week for the show. And then three months later, the show comes out. Now, from Orlando, is Biangan. Now, 
guilty pleasure of mine is with my best mate in the old world. The um, Basically, we've been mates for 30 years next year. Um, Stuart, the It's Christmas podcast. I might put this, I might do a nick and put this out to the Patreons. Um, see what happens. See if all the other shows go and get Jesus. Oh, everyone might cancel their Patreon to gamble. Um, so, it's just two rough ones coming up now. I might get my book there. Do some karate. Um, so, there's some donkeys. Hello, donkeys. Hiya. Um, so, yeah, it's Christmas podcast, right? It's just, again, used to do it, stopped one lock. When lockdown started to open up, we sort of stopped a little bit because um, too busy. But what we've done, we've said the second and the 16th of every month, we'll get them in the bag. So, um, second of June's recorded. We record the two episodes at once back to back. Like P Dubs does with his shows with um, and the winner is and for the love of the franchise. So what happens there then is they get they get scheduled and the listener knows what's coming. So the It's Christmas podcast and what it is, it's all based around the Christmas number one of the year, Christmas album of the year, which isn't as big as the Christmas number one, granted. Some Christmas TV, maybe some toys of the era, and then we end with a Christmas joke. <sighs> nature bath. Here he is in nature with a bird. Mike's just going fast. Just walked through a nettle on my left leg. My left leg is fucking popping like fuck. Um, I don't know if I've said this on a podcast, but I was talking, I was riding on this Judy. Uh, I was riding. This bike path the other week and talking to Mick Cooper. I've got a balaclava on, which I do wear a balaclava in the winter and in the spring and in the autumn. It's only really for three weeks in the summer I don't wear it. Stops flies going in my mouth, keeps my head warm, keeps the wind off me. AirPods so I can talk to people. I'm talking to Mick Cooper and bombing along. And some fellas running the opposite way, and he goes, What did you say? And I've gone, I've gone past him. I mean, I'm not, I'm not as fast as he used to be, so I'm doing about 12 mile an hour, something like that. What did you say? And I went, Mate, I'm on the phone. And I'm, I'm turned away, and I'm carrying on riding. And he turns and gives toes after me. Literally fucking sprinted after me. For about, I want to say, 800 metres. Now, I didn't have to increase my speed because he wasn't going to catch me. He wasn't a gazelle. But I seen him on the way back and I'm thinking, here we go. And he just went, all right, like that. Fucking weird. Um, so, that's where I'm at. Fucking boss down here, mate. We've spent a lot of money on this bike path. 
This used to be the Cheshire Lions back in the day. I'm literally just walking under now. West Derby train station, which is Bobby Penno's Mars house, because Bobby Penno, dad died. Bobby Penno, he's the man who discovered Ray Looney. He's been scammed for them. The platforms are still in, which is amazing. Uh, platforms are still in. And they, uh, yeah, people literally standing there on the end of the platform. I'm going to leave the bike path at this position and go up onto the main road. Yeah, so there's a fire shop that sells fires. And Bobby Pennell's ma lives in West Derby train station, which is off the sale. Obviously, she's downsized. Um, go and have a look. See how much it is. Lift of this footage. What train is going through here? I think it ended up being a freight line in the 80s before it finally got shut down. But not that I'm a spotter. Just fucking eight trains. It's great to drive now. Oh, that's what we come there on a lucky bike. So I think we'll leave it there. This will either go out. Uh, well, I'll release it now anyway. No, I don't know. I'll see what the Patreons want to do. Just see what happens. Well, I hope Granddad gets better, obviously. Because we're a bit fucking shit. Um, I mean, he can't swallow, right, that quick. He can't swallow. So he needs the blood thinner tablets. And he needs tablets for high blood pressure. But he can't swallow. So, he's had no liquids since Wednesday. Yeah? He's had no liquids since Wednesday. He's in hospital. And they're bringing him cups of water. And he's drinking the water, or trying to, because he's in pain. And then throwing it back up. Now on Thursday, he threw up a big piece of meat. So something's causing a blockage down there. When he's gone to get a camera down his throat, he can't, because his blood's thickened up. And he keeps bringing out tablets in a little container, like Nurse Ratchet, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And he can't take them. So what's the fucking point? And it was only last night when Kerry said, look, this man, my dad, hasn't had a drink since Wednesday night. It's now Friday night. What are you going to do? So they were just rigging up. Put him on. It's like, I don't know, I... And you want to fight for the fucking nurses and you want to fight for the NHS and you want to fight for the doctors. Of course, they all deserve pay rises. But it's only until you get in there and you start seeing what's going on. I mean, why wasn't he put on a drip when he went into hospital on Thursday morning, straight away? You know, you know what pensioners are like for fluids? You don't have fluids as a pensioner, right? Your magnesium levels go through the fucking roof and you start hallucinating. Or your magnesium levels drop, whatever it is. But you start fucking hallucinating and fucking dancing and shit and going all fucking weird and seeing spiders and cats running across the ceiling. Literally happens as soon as a pensioner stops drinking. 
oh he's got to be getting the fluids yeah and he doesn't drink water that either he's never drank water he's literally been dehydrated since i met him he drinks coffee dehydrates you he drinks tea dehydrates you he drinks ale occasionally very rarely now but dehydrates you no point does he ever say oh give us a nice pint of water please nope fucking weird anyway um, let's see if this is recorded see you later bellens bellens do to do to do bellens do to do to do bellens do to do to do if Paul Brill was any sort of mate, he'd do a banging drum and bass to that, and that would be the intro.